Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore and I'm joined here by my co-host, Maria Casillas. Maria, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Cody. How are you? Not too shabby. Not I love too it. at all. Yeah, it's, it's a good day today. So, Looks like the sun's shining where you are. Love it. Yeah. That. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see like this like weird thing on my... <laughs> and it's basically just like a sliver of sunlight because I have to... Like right now, my, my window is just like beating down with sun. So if it's completely open, then... I can't see anything, but I really like to have some form of natural light. So, yeah, you know. it looks good. It looks good. I'm glad that it's, it's nice and sunny where you are. Makes Thanks. for a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So we have um, a pretty, a pretty important topic to talk about today. Something that I have been doing for a long time, got away from, and then got back into recently. But first, before we hop into that, I want to remind you guys of a few things. First and foremost, we have a amazing Facebook group called New Money Habits Financial Coaches. It's a growing group. It's a smaller group, but it's a growing group. And, you know, in that group, there's a lot of good discussion. Uh, we, we host a few events like Coworking Wednesdays and the Meetup every month and all these, you know, book, book studies and all this kind of stuff, right? And there's a lot of ways for you to get plugged into the community to, you know, get value, to talk to other coaches. And we want you there too. Um, so go ahead and join. It's free to join. Again, it's called New Money Habits Financial Coaches. And also, if you like this podcast and you've been listening for a while, we would really appreciate a review or a rating on the show. Um, that helps us know how we're doing. And it also helps push it out to more coaches as well so that they can get the value from this and continue to make impact on their clients and their communities. All right. Awesome. So let's dive right in, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. So like I kind of mentioned, this is something that I had done for a long time. Um, about, oh, I would say like a year ago to two years ago, I was doing this really consistently. And because of that, um, I think that this is one of the driving factors that really helped me scale my business and get it off the ground and, and go from part-time to full-time and then when I did go full time, really like ramp it up pretty quickly. Um, mm -hmm. and then I got comfortable and I was like, well, you know, I'm too busy and, you know, I made all these excuses or I forgot and I just got away from it. Okay. Um, and I think that that happens to everybody. You know, if they're trying to do something and they're trying to be consistent, like you go through a lull, you go through a lower, a lower point and you just kind of get away from the things that helped you get there in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then you're I killing me. What is this? What is yeah. the thing that you're talking about? Well, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Be patient, Maria. <laughs> so, you know, this last month or two has been very trial, uh, uh, very trying for me. Um, cause it's been a slower period for me within my business and other areas of my life as well. And my wife has been out of work for three months. He's going back on Monday, thankfully. Um, and I was like, what am I missing? And I realized that I just haven't been doing this. So I started doing it again this week. 
and I'm already feeling the change and it okay. feels really, really good. Um, so this thing that I'm talking about is something called a, a power list. Hmm. Yes. I remember I, talking to you about this. I think yes. it was probably a solid year ago. Yep. Yep. That was right around the time when I was like in the thick of it. Uh huh. And then I think maybe like a month or two after I stopped. Oh, geez. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's talk- lot, there's a lot we can talk about here. I'm sure. Yeah. And I think that we did talk about this before in the podcast, but I think it was a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, even though we talked about it before, it's, it's good for people to either hear it again, if you're a long time listener, or if you're a new listener, you know, this would be probably your first exposure to it. Um, so, you know, what exactly is a power list? So I want to, I want to tell you what it's not. What it's not is a to-do list. Mm-hmm. This is not something to where you wake up in the morning and you're like, okay, like, what do I have to do today? Right. And then you just kind of like make that list. And if you get it done, cool. If not, no sweat, you can just push it off to the next day and that kind of thing. It's not a to-do list. It's not full of like small things that, you know, are just busy work or anything like that. Um, it is a list, but really it's, it's a short list of five core things, critical tasks is what I call them. Um, and basically what a critical task is, is that it's something that's going to move you forward in some area of your life, right? Like something that's going to move the needle for you in some way. Not something that's just going to be like, okay, cool. I checked that off my list. No, it's something that's actually going to create momentum and it's going to improve your life in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, and there's five of those things. Are you following me so far? So Does far. Does this all make sense? Yep. Okay, cool. So basically what you do with this power list is every day you find five critical tasks that are going to move you forward in some way. So this doesn't have to be with just your business. It definitely can, right? So if mm-hmm. there's something in your business that moves the needle that you need to be consistent with, that you sh- that you can't be putting off anymore, that you need to get done, you know, put that on your list. Um, you can definitely do that. But this can also be, you know, regarding your relationships. It can be regarding your uh, your health. It can be regarding your spiritual journey. Um, you know, all different areas of life, uh, you know, things that actually matter to you, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that you work this is you pick those five things and you basically say, okay, I have these five things and it's my duty to get these things done throughout the day, no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. And Let's say that you get all five of them done. I would call that a win. I would say that you probably won the day. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Uh, absolutely. I'm remembering this conversation. Yep. Yeah. What if you got four out of five done? Would you consider that a win or a loss? <sighs> um, <laughs> I, would, I would probably consider that a win, although... I'm, I don't think you're going there. <laughs> okay. What about three out of five? Three out of five, I would say that's more of a um, a break-even day. Mm. I wouldn't say I lost five the day. How is that possible? 
Uh, because, because it would be a little bit more than nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't be going backwards. I would have actually done at least two. I mean, sorry, three out of those things. You said three, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it would also be like, I'm not okay with just staying completely even. So I would still call that more of a break even day, even though it was slightly over. Okay. So what about two? I would, you know, it's, it's hard to say Cody, because I I would say I didn't win the day. I don't say I would, I, I wouldn't say I lost the day though. And I think that's because Two's more than none. <laughs> right. Okay. And same with one when okay. you when well, you go that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I would agree that even checking off one mm-hmm. is better than zero. Right. Yep. Um but what I think makes sense, and by the way, I, I, I didn't make this up. This is um from someone named Andy Andy Frisella. Mm-hmm. Um, he owns um uh, first form, um, and a couple other businesses as well. Uh, he has his own podcast. Uh, it's really, really good. He's like an entrepreneur, um, leadership, that kind of thing. He's in the health space. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but what he says is that anything above three, so three or more Mm -hmm. would be considered a win. Okay. And one or two or zero would be a loss. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And really the purpose of this is to make it a game almost. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, okay, if I can get three, four or five of these done, then I won the day. Right. And if you look at a week, how many days are in a week? There are seven. Seven. Last I checked. Right. <laughs> right. So what would consider, what would you consider winning the week? if we use that same kind of outlook from winning the day? Um, probably four to seven. Yes. And then zero to anything, probably zero to three would be the would loss. Be mm-hmm. yep. 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 Exactly. And then, you know, there's, there's four weeks or five weeks in a, in a month. So, you know, anywhere from three to five, weeks in a month means you win the month mm-hmm. and then you know over the course of a year seven to twelve would be a win six to zero would be loss right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the whole purpose of this is because we set goals and we set goals on like a yearly basis we set them on a a, a quarterly basis a monthly basis um, and that's where most people stop is they stop at that month, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't but, break it down to the week and to the day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but even some people stop at the year where they're like, well, you know, I want to do this this year. Kind of mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. especially with it being, you know, January, February, right? a lot of people are in that mindset, right? Um, but when we focus on it so broadly and we think about these huge goals and it's, it's so far in the future, it can become very, very overwhelming and it can sometimes seem like even, even like the slightest setback isn't going to help us get there. And, you know, like we'll never get there kind of thing. And then we end up stopping giving up or just being complacent. Right. Mm -hmm. 
But if we really chunk it down and we just focus on winning the day, that's it. Like we have, we have a yearly goal, right? Mm-hmm. But we're just breaking it down. We're saying, okay, today, in order for me to feel good and to win this day, I need to do these things. And that's all I'm going to focus on. It's just this one day. If you do yeah. that every single day, you'll be surprised as to how many days you will actually win. Mm-hmm. And then those days multiply into weeks. And then you'll see, okay, wow, like I actually am winning a lot of these weeks. And then those weeks will multiply into months. And then that those months will multiply into years, right? Yep. So what I have found is, is when I'm doing this, I'm accomplishing much more. I'm getting a lot more done. I'm much more in alignment with what's important to me. Um, mm-hmm. And everything just kind of flows a little bit better. And I look back, you know, when I did this for a year straight, I looked back and I was like, I accomplished more this year than probably I have in the last three to four years combined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of just chunking it down and just focusing on what you need to do today to move the needle. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So there are a few things that I'd like to point out, if I may. Mm-hmm. One of them is the idea of chunking down. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because one of the things I think could be very difficult for people if they don't start with that yearly goal is to determine what it is to put on that list of the, the critical task. So what I mean by that is when you say these are things that will move me forward. If you have no idea what direction you're trying to go in or what you're trying to go toward, then it's going to be really difficult to be able to determine that. So even though you didn't start by saying that it's important to have these bigger goals that we then chunk down, I'm really glad that you went there because I think that's really how people will know like, okay, how do I determine what those things are that are actually going to get me something, get me moving in the direction I want to go. Um, another thing that you said that I think really has a lot of merit is the idea of gamifying what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is really interesting. I was reading a book the other day and it was talking about how, um, when there is that, that sort of friendly competition, whether it's with yourself or with somebody else, that people tend to show up more. They were talking about how mm-hmm. they did a thing, um, with, I think it was in a, in a, uh, work setting where they had people who weren't taking enough steps, you know, like they did the health association, whatever, the heart association. And they, they said, well, we're going to give something to the group of people who takes the most steps throughout the day. And they said, while the competition was going on, there was this like 600% increase in movement from everybody in the office. But almost immediately when the gaming stopped, when the competition ended, it all went right back to like nothing. <laughs> I just thought that was really interesting because then when they reinstituted the, the competition, people's activity went back up again. So, you know, bringing this back to the beginning of today's episode, when you said you were doing this super well and then you stopped doing it and then you realized, well, there was something that I was doing right. And so what was that? And then being able to come back to it, I do think there's something to be said about making that fun and gamifying it. Even if you want to find a partner to do something like this with, uh, that might maybe keep you a little bit more accountable. It might keep you going a little bit longer. Um, and so I think that that's something that I wanted to share. And then the third thing was, um, 
just this idea of, you said that once you got it going, you were able to keep that going for a while. So you said that you had the best year ever last year, but you also said you only did this for about two or three months. So I think that's really, really interesting. And I think it's something that people can kind of relate to. Like you did this, this habit, and that's what we'll call it, for two or three months. And you gained enough momentum from that to sustain you for at least another eight months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just think that's so cool that that worked that way. And it also reminded me of this um, analogy that I heard the other day where they were talking about rocket fuel and how it takes like more fuel to in the first few minutes of a launch for a rocket than it does for the entire rest of the mission. And that's just because it usually takes so much, you know, energy and, and focus on getting, you know, away from the pull of gravity and getting it off the ground. And we could use all of these analogies if we wanted to. Uh, but I just thought that was really neat. And what you described right there really is similar to that. It's like it, you had to be very, very intentional in those first few months of making sure you showed up and you did this every single time. And then it gave you enough for a while. Now it's just time that you're refueling your rocket. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, creating that momentum is, is, like vital, you know? Yeah. Um, and with making it a game, even if it's between just me and myself, right. Um, I don't like to lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I got, I was the kid that when we were playing board games or card games, um, as a kid with my family, that if I ever lost, I would cry, you know, like, did you like throw the game board everywhere and throw a fit? Oh boy. I did. <laughs> I would be like under the table crying, like all that kind of stuff. (laughs) I do not like to lose. Um, And, uh, you know, like that, that really pushed me. Um, And, you know, with those few short months, um, you know, I'm thankful that I was able to do that because like you mentioned, it did create a lot of momentum, enough momentum to carry me out for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. But I I look back at it and I'm like, what if I didn't stop? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like how much more would I yep. have been able to do? How much more, how many more people would I have been able to help? How much yep. more impact would I be able to, would I have been able to make? Right. Um, and even just like how much healthier could I have been? Uh, you know, like how much more aligned with, with God could I have been? You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm a person of faith. Um, and you know, that's definitely something that's on my power list every day. So um, let me ask you this, Cody. Do you, um, I kind of feel like you did tell me this the last time we talked about it. Do you keep track somewhere of the days that you win? Like, do you have a calendar that you cross off or yep. draw a line through and stuff like that? Yep. So I have, I a, thought I so. have a, okay. I have a daily planner and, okay. you know, above like where I put all my times and what I'm doing and stuff like that. I have like a little section that just says like power list. And then I list mm-hmm. my five things. Mm-hmm. And then as I do them, I cross, cross them off. And at the end of the day, this is really important. I didn't mention this, so I'm glad you brought this up. At the end of the day, I look back and I see what I did or didn't do. And if I won that day, so if I did three, four, or five of the Mm -hmm. five, um, I literally put like a big old W Mm -hmm. next to this list and I circle it. Mm -hmm. Because that's my way of like owning that I won that day. That I put in the work, I put in the effort, I did what I said I was going to do. I won that day. So I own that. But if I have a day where I lost, I also own that. And I put a big old L Mm -hmm. and I circle that because, you know, 
a big part of this is, is holding yourself accountable. Sure. And if you only, if you only focus on when you win, then you're kind of lying to yourself. And mm-hmm. and that doesn't like set you up for long-term success. Like you want to own those losses as well so that you can like feel the, the, the mm-hmm. pain of writing that L mm-hmm. on that paper and then having to face yourself again the next day and looking back at that L and just being like, yeah, I don't want to do that again. Today's going to be different, you know? Um, yep. So that's a really, really good point. I'm glad that you brought that up because that's a really important uh, aspect to this is like, it's not just about writing the power list and then doing the power list. It's also massively about owning. The mm-hmm. And to that point, I, as I look over on my wall, I have a full year calendar that's up on the wall. And I could see something like that being super powerful for somebody. Well, not just for somebody like me, I was going to say for somebody like you. Um, and I say that because, you know, you were, you hit it hard for a good two, three months and then backed away. But I'll bet if you had that, like a, a calendar on the wall that was dedicated only to L's and W's, I'm willing to bet that you would stop because because yep. it was like right now it's in your daily planner. So in order to be reminded, you have to go back. And so it's very easy once you've stopped the habit, it's very easy to not be reminded of it anymore because now that's literally in the past, right? But if mm-hmm. you have it right there on your wall and it's smack dab, it looks at you every single day, I bet you would keep going a little bit longer. I, I it might would, be worth an investment in a, in a yeah, calendar. I, I would hundred percent agree because um, yeah, you're right. Like if I, if I saw that there is like, even a month that was just blank, I would have mm-hmm. been like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it makes it a little easier to know whether you won the week or won the month. Right. Um, because you're able to look at the number of L's and W's on each week or each day and figure that out. So mm-hmm. anyway, I think that's a good idea. Yep. Yep. I might just implement that myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well, this for is all good. Of you listening, if you have been, struggling with motivation, struggling with momentum, struggling with consistency, um, whatever it might be, I want to invite you to try this out Mm -hmm. Uh, because I really believe in it. You know, I I have experience with it firsthand and when I'm doing it, I'm at my best. And when I'm not, I'm not at my best. Um, And, you know, I, I really want to invite you to step into this and try something new. It might feel weird at first, That's okay. You know, like anything new feels weird at first, yep. but try it out for like a couple of weeks and just see how it feels and pay attention to how you're, how you're acting, how you feel the kind of results that you're getting. Um, and then, you know, keep running with it. Uh, because I know for a fact that it's not going to hurt you mm-hmm. in any yep. way. And just because we're in the middle towards the end of the first quarter, don't decide that it's too late to start something new. Don't you dare wait until next January thinking, oh, I got to, you know, if I'm going to invest in a calendar to do this, I'm going to have to wait. Yeah. No, you don't. There's don't a lot of the week. year left. <laughs> yeah. Don't even wait until next week. Right. Just start right. it today. Like yep. even if it's 4 p.m. where you're at right now or, you know, 6 p.m. or whatever, you know, like just start it today. And, and you know, like maybe you, maybe you start with like two or three if you're halfway through the day already or towards the end of the day. Get those things done and then the next day, you know, tomorrow, right out five and then just boom, start. Um, you know, I, I started this on a Wednesday 
So mm-hmm. it, it literally was a week ago um, from recording this this podcast because we record on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started on a Wednesday. It was midweek. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to wait till Monday. Like I'm just going to mm-hmm. do it and uh, and get it done. Good so. for you. This is uh, just a quick question that probably isn't super important to a lot of people, but I'm curious to know, do you set your five critical tasks the night before or do you do it the morning of? That's a good question. Um, I've done both. Yeah, I've done both. I, I think typically I, w- I do it the night before because I usually make my schedule the night before. Okay. Um, and a follow-up question is, if you have a day when, whether win or loss, but you did not do all five tasks, do you then carry over the undone ones as part of your five the next day? Yes. And I'll even carry over some that I've done. So like, okay. for example, like, you know, I have one that's health and one that's faith. So, you know, like one is just like, Hey, go to the gym. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's a, that's almost a daily thing. Okay. Um, whether I do it or not kind of thing. And then, gotcha. uh, you know, the other one is just spend time with God, whether it be in the Bible or through prayer, that's a daily thing. Um, that one almost never changes. Okay. So, I'm actually really glad that I asked that then and that you brought that example up because it would be very easy to think, oh, I have to come up with five new ones every single time. But mm-hmm. what you're saying is, hey, if there's a really critical daily task that should end up on this every single day, even if it's become a habit of yours, go ahead and put that down. Yeah. I actually really like that because I think if especially if and when it becomes an actual habit, because it will, if you do this often enough and for long enough time, it will become a habit. I think that's really cool because it allows you to um, almost get a head start on winning the day, if mm-hmm. you will. If you've yep. got two of those on there that are already habitual, you're like, okay, well, that's definitely done. And yep. and you can move on as long as it is a critical task that moves you in the direction you're heading. Yeah. And those two in particular, mm-hmm. I'm done with that by 7am. Mm-hmm. I, go, I go to the gym early in the morning and then I come home and immediately hop into the Bible and I'm just like, cool, got two of my, of my five done already. I got the rest of the day to, <laughs> to do at least one to win the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going with this, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually really do like that. And unless somebody think that we're just trying to let you off the hook, that, that's not what's happening here at all. If, if those two tasks weren't ones that were going to move you forward, then it wouldn't make sense to put them on. You're not writing on their shower. No. Yeah. Like, no, not brush your teeth. Right. Or, you know, comb your hair. I couldn't even do that anyways if I wanted to. <laughs> um, but no. Well, you like, could try, but you yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, do the dishes that, no, that's not a thing. Like that is, that's a to-do list. I wish that were a thing, but. <laughs> right. Because I Those do that every day. List, not your power list. Right. Right. Yeah. So. And there, and this is a, that's an important distinction. So I think that that's why I might have assumed that you don't put something on there that repeats every day. And I'm really glad that you brought it up that you absolutely can, as long mm-hmm. as it is a critical task. So this has been really fun. I'm glad that even though we've talked about it in the past, there's always something new that comes up with this kind of stuff. And I, I think what I most appreciate is that you recognized how powerful it was for you and you're vulnerable enough to share, hey, look, I, I gave it up. Like I wasn't consistent. I fell into that very common human behavior where we give something up and don't realize what we had until it's gone. And then mm-hmm. it, it still took months 
for you to reap the lack of benefit from your new behavior. And then you were able to say what was different, pick it right back up and move forward. So thank you for that. I know our listeners are, are appreciative of that. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much. Okay, so I think that is a good time to end our conversation for today. Just a reminder to jump over into our Facebook. If you have questions or if you have maybe something that you've done that you're like, hey, what do you think about this? Or you want to talk to us about how to get your five critical tasks defined, feel free to reach out to us. Any one of us here at New Mini Habits would love to have a a quick consultation with you. We'd love to just sit down with you, have a call. It's it's what we love to do. So don't hesitate to reach out and ask for that. Um, Am I forgetting anything, Cody? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think think we are good. good. All right. Sounds good. So I'll just echo what you said. Thank you guys for listening once again. We'll be back next week. So make sure you tune into that and uh, start your power list. Start it today. Don't wait. That's right. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.